from the Caribbean island of Puerto Rico, it's the Beyond Stuff Podcast, your new space for pop culture discussions, movie reviews, and so much more. Here's your host, Brian Chevrolet. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast here on the Beyond Stuff Podcast feed. Thank you so much for joining us in this episode today. I'm joined once again by Natalia. How are you? Hi, hi. I am definitely tired and was not ready for today's episode. <laughs> you were not ready at all. And I was nearly not because I woke up late to go to work and I forgot to pack my podcast stuff. And I I texted you while at work. Hey, I don't think I was going to make it uh, because uh, I was expecting to leave at a certain time, then I left early uh, at work, then texted her back, hey, never mind, I think we can make it. Yeah, and, and that's why I said <laughs> I was excited, and then I'm, now I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you lazy fuck. Anyways, but, 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 yeah. what's the good news about the job? The job? Oh, yeah, I'm now a permanent uh, worker in my new job. Uh, they gave me a good review, so now I have a, finally, uh, a stable, permanent job. Finally, a good paying job. So, hooray to me. Anyways, we're not here to talk about my personal bullshit. We're going to talk about stuff. We're going to talk about movies and TV and stuff and anime stuff. Uh, but before we go into the two things, the two main things that I want to talk about in this podcast episode today, let me, before, before we go head into the podcast, the two main topics that we'll be talking about today is the Doctor Strange trailer, of course, and our Demon Slayer Entertainment District arc review. Well, the anime adaptation, that is. But before we go into those things, uh, the Super Bowl ended and we saw a bunch of trailers. We saw the, a DC uh, superhero spotlight of the movies that we're going to see from DC Comics. This year we saw some, a look at Batman, a look at Black Adam, a look at The Flash, and... Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, I think that's the name of the movie. Uh, regardless, uh, Black Adam looks great. I mean, he it has Dr. Fate, so that one's going to be good. Uh, Batman, I cannot wait. We are a few days away from seeing that movie. I don't think Natalia will want to see it, so I will be reviewing it by myself. But yeah, we saw a good look at those movies, and DC looks like it's slowly getting there, you know, in competition against Marvel. Uh, I did see the finale of Peacemaker. I did watch the entirety of Peacemaker before uh, get, getting into work late. And I have to say about the series, a great uh, HBO Max series, a good step into shows taking place in the DCEU. We saw a huge cameo on Peacemaker, but that doesn't, that doesn't shadow the greatness of this show. I did like the first three episodes. I thought they were a little too raunchy and a little too rated M, but uh, it picked up the story, picked up the mission of the of Peacemaker, the growth of the of, of the Peacemaker character. Uh, it picked up and it's another great work from James Gunn. And I cannot wait since they revealed they're going to be making a season two of Peacemaker. And can't wait to see what they do because I think it was a pretty good ending. And Eagly is the easily the the MVP of the show. We also saw a look at Moon Knight as well. Moon Knight looks more interesting the more I watch 
It has been recently rated TV 14. So that means that's going to be a little more mature show for Disney Plus, which is a surprise because, you know, Disney Plus is for children and family and wholesome shit. But it's time to see some crazy psychopath running through the streets having a a multiple personality disorder in Moon Knight. I cannot wait to see that. And of course, we saw in the news that the Netflix uh, Marvel characters are leaving Netflix on February 28th. Uh, the safest bet is that they'll be heading to Hulu because those shows are a little too spicy for Disney+. Plus. And now, now we're getting to the good part. Sonic the Hedgehog. Did you like, did you like the first movie, Natalia? I only got through like half of it. What a disgrace. How <laughs> are you in this podcast without even seeing the entirety of Sonic the Hedgehog? At I least can, tell I can, I can do it for you. Please do it for me because again, uh, Sonic, uh, Sonic the film. We saw the first trailer that you know with that ugly design. Then they fixed it. They fixed it, and we have a great movie with Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, you know, it's a kids movie, of course it is, but you know, for a kids movie, it's not bad. Better than Alvin and the Chipmunks. Well, we already have the sequel going on its way in in the next few months. I am in. That one, I mean, knuckles and tails. I mean, that's a big, that's a big uh, buy from me. Exactly. Yeah, and of course the return of Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik, aka Eggman. But you know, we're still a few weeks away from the film. But Paramount, uh, in their recent uh, investors meeting, uh, talking about the future of their platform, Paramount Plus, which is not available in Puerto Rico. Shame on them. They revealed that Sonic 3 is in active development. That means it's happening regardless of how much money Sonic 2 does. It's still going to happen. And they're going to be having a Knuckles live-action series with Idris Elba coming back as Knuckles, which I'm interested. I do not know what story they're going to tell with Knuckles. I mean, there's a couple of things you can do with Knuckles. If you go through the games, you can go... And talk about the origins of his clan and the chaos emeralds in that series. Or you can go the more meta way and do a chaotic uh, series. Which I wouldn't mind because I love Vector the Crocodile and I cannot wait to see him on live action. But Sonic 3, Sonic 3 is coming. And I think everybody's thinking Shadow. I wouldn't get too excited. Shadow is a little too early. To introduce him, so uh, and everyone's speculating because they released the logo and the number three is color red. There's another character in Sonic who's uh, he. It was Sonic's first rival before Shadow, that was Metal Sonic. So I think that's the best way to go in the in the story that they're currently telling, and it makes better sense than Shadow. And I I think uh, I think kids are not ready for that little edgy hedgehog. Uh, so yeah. Now we're going to go to the Doctor Strange, into the Multiverse of Madness. Did you see the trailer? Yes. yes. Did you Very like excited, it? excited, yes. <laughs> Did you like how creepy it is? I, I don't like yeah. how creepy it is. For you, everything's creepy, though. I, I know everything's creepy. I mean, FNAF still scares me, Five Nights at Freddy's. Which I find hard to like process that you're scared of it. Do, have you seen the jump scares? Yeah. They're pretty fucking scary. No. They're all scary, and even the first one is still scary as fuck. I am interested in the movie, though. I will see the movie. Is it official, though? Yeah, it, I mean, it's been in development hell for years. they've been saying that for years. 
Yeah. Again, there's they had a script ready, then they wanted to rewrite the script. They lost the director, but apparently the product the product the production house behind the uh, the project they're still pretty much uh, in 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 interest in finishing this project. And you know, Jason Bloom is not one guy to quit on a project like that. So I I still think it's happening. Maybe it's gonna pass like two or three more years before that happens. But regardless, uh, Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness. We saw the trailer, and it was fantastically scary. That's what I'm gonna say. Uh, I like the fact that they're really going into that multiverse uh, thingy. We even heard the voice of Patrick Stewart's uh, Professor X in the trailer, and I'm interested to see what they do. Uh, with this uh, film in the MCU, now I I cannot before I, before we go into the review of Demon Slayer though, I have to say there are a few names circulating in the, in the Twitterverse of characters that that will potentially appear in this Doctor Strange film. I do follow some sources that they they are right sometimes and they are wrong, but I do know. That in between all of those crazy names that people are throwing in the social media, I think I know about three of them that are legit. I will not say who they are. And uh, pretty much the people um, in the source that I follow is the same person who has been saying for years that Professor X, and particularly the X-Men version of Professor X, was going to be part of this film. Even even sharing a a concept out of the film, uh, that person has stated some of the names of the characters that are coming in. Uh, I'm just gonna say, you guys better get ready because uh, it's gonna be crazy. Uh, one of them, I'm very disappointed that it's gonna be a one-off because that's a person I wanted to see as that character, and many of you have fan casted this ca this actor as that character. And so far, this is the only time this character will appear in this version, and it's not the main version of the character that is about to be introduced. So just be warned whenever that film comes. Uh, yeah, you're all in for a wild ride. You know what else is a wild ride? Demon Slayer. Very much so. Yeah. What do you think of the Entertainment District arc? Um, It was doing well till... Mm. They made the fight with Daki and Gyotaro incredibly long. I mean... Like, they stretched it. Isn't that an anime thing to do? I mean, it, it's a classic thing from Dragon Ball Z to do, uh, you know, to stretch things out. Uh, I didn't feel that it, they stretched it too much. Maybe that's because uh, how interesting uh, the development of the character's in between the fights were coming along, we see uh, how Tanjiro is trying to fight his weaknesses in order to stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with these powerful demons. And uh, I think this is a great, it's a great season. I, I'm still a little, I'm, I'm still a little uh, pissed that they decided to adapt again the Mugen Train arc for the first half of the second season. Yeah, it was a waste of, like, what, seven episodes? Yeah, it, I think they would have done great if they just had the two stories. Then again, they would run out of 
source material too fast. I think uh, it is animated uh, fantastically well. I think the the fight scenes uh, were fantastically good looking. Uh, the characters were uh, fantastic. Uh -huh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was nerve wracking, and it was nerve wracking as someone who doesn't know in detail what happens in the manga. I was at the edge of my seat uh, watching that uh, that scene where uh, uh, the brother of the demon mm -hmm. like, like put his heart through uh, his hand through Inosuke, mm -hmm. especially because Inosuke is my favorite character and he is the best character of the series. It was emotional. Yeah, I was uh, pretty emotional during that, and then the final episode that they that they release that one did feel a little stretched, but that's only because they didn't move from uh, the fight itself. You know, the fight was over and I was waiting for them to just like move on from the city and go to uh, heal their injuries. But I, I didn't mind it because of the moments that we, that we saw in, in that uh, episode, in the final episode per se, like seeing the, the heads of the demons uh, argue and then uh, Tanjiro showing his kindness towards the demons and telling him, oh, you, you don't want to say that. You you don't mean anything you say. That was so sweet of him, wasn't it? It was. It was very uh, deep connecting to them yeah, personally. Yeah, it, it was. And, you know, Nesco being a, a a little cutesy little girl in that, in that last episode, just like uh, touching every single one of the characters just to heal them with, their, with her special fire thingy. I'd like to say that's part of her blood demon art. Yeah, I think so. Because we still do not know at what extent uh, uh, Nezuko's power goes through, uh, at least in the anime. We haven't explored her powers truly just yet. We only seen like it's bits and pieces of where uh, how powerful she is. We've seen her, uh, her strength in the first season. Then we see her transformation and her healing powers in this season. I cannot wait to see what they do in the third one. Yeah, in the next season, we're supposed to see just about everything that she can possibly do with her demon powers. That's very good. I, at least I would have loved to see her speak a little more, but, you know, that's too, that's hoping too much. Uh, what do you think? Uh, do you think this, uh, now that we are, like, halfway through the manga and when it comes to the anime, itself do you think it would be wise to them to adapt the the next few stories as series or should they reserve some of them as films um because i don't think they'll be able to adapt the next season as into a movie? exactly i don't think it's i don't think it's that deep but the last one should be able to, yeah. Definitely. I mean, they will make money. They will make money regardless if they make it a a, a film and a TV series. I think they're going to do the same thing that they did with Milk and Train. Oh, look, at the movie. Oh, but if you want to see more details, watch the show. It's a waste of episodes. It's, yeah, and a, wa and a waste of time for the animators behind it. They, are, they already have it hard enough. Very overworked, <laughs> that is. Yeah. Overworked and underpaid. And I want <laughs> to announce something. Anyways, before I announce that thing, uh, what rating do you give from one to five this new season of Demon Slayer? I'll give it a four because I didn't see more 
in the last episode. Okay. Because we were rumored to have 45 minutes, but we only had, what, 32? 33, exactly. Exactly. And that's without counting, you know, the, the credits. Like, th they could have added the uh, Upper Moon meeting as yes. an ending to then start the next one with them already, like, healing and going to the... Um, the village. I'm going to give it a four, too. I mean, uh, and the only reason why I give it a four is because I know for a fact this is a second half of a second season. And it still robs me the wrong way that they decided to just stretch the Mugen train arc so much. But regardless, I think there's a reason why Demon Slayer is this popular. And that's because of how great these characters are, how... Uh, great so far this story is it might fall off uh in the next few stories I but mean, again part of part of the popularity as well is the animation quality exactly but uh, uh, to me the animation can be god tier animation but if you don't have good enough characters uh you'd, you're not doing something right and i think they just nailed it with these characters uh and i cannot wait to see them uh go through these missions uh yeah, get closer to the goal of turning Nesco human, and I cannot wait to see what the future holds to these uh, to these characters. Anyways, what I wanted to announce is that Natalia did something. Natalia did the impossible, because uh, my best friends, ever since twelfth uh, grade, they've tried, they tried so hard, and gone so far. In in the end, it didn't matter. Because they never convinced me to watch Attack on Titan. Until now. <laughs> How do you feel about this, Natalia? I'm incredibly uh, proud of my achievements so far. Yeah, <laughs> you should give props to, to yourself. Because yes. what the fuck? <laughs> I, uh, I was hell-bent to not watch Attack on Titan. And mostly because the first episode just wasn't good at all. But... Uh, Somehow Natalia convinced me to do it. My only disappointment is that he still wants to watch it in English. I again, it sounds funny. Uh, <laughs> if I have to take something out of it, I just want. I, I so you don't you want it to be funny? You don't want it to be serious? It's not <laughs> it takes again, the seriousness away from it. Well, be that as it may, I will watch the Attack on Titan series. Uh, apparently, the last episode of the new, the final season will be airing around April 29th. You mean the 87th episode? Yeah. Because we're currently on 82. This okay. Sunday's episode is 82. Then that means there's not much for me to catch up on. So exactly. I will make, I don't want to make a big promise, but I will promise that it, within that week of the final episode of Attack on Titan, I will have caught up and I will make a episode discussing the entirety of the Attack on Titan uh, story and my review of the finale and my overall review of the series as a whole. Anyways, I uh, hope you uh, uh, celebrate this victory of yours. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> because uh, I don't know what I'm getting into, but I'm definitely... You're getting into mass genocide. Yeah, I have had plenty of that with other shows, but regardless. Anyways, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Where can the guys find you? Um, on Instagram as Nats Tats. 
And you guys can find me at PR in any of the social medias and at Instagram at Brian Chevre and on Twitter at the Brian Chevre because there's only one Brian Chevre. And yeah, sadly, that's me. Anyways, thank you so much. And I'll be seeing you guys next time.